Alright, we're at episode 7. So you're going to die 7.1-ish. I don't even know how these break up. I was uh, supposed to meet with a guy that was at this particular church, which was right around the corner from where I live, but uh, for whatever reason, that did not work out. But uh, as I was waiting for that to happen, uh, a Bible study was breaking up, and uh, a lady, uh, Grace, didn't catch her last name, didn't really need to. She was a nice, sweet old lady. She was uh, more than happy to take some time to uh, sit and talk with me, although I'm pretty certain she had no idea what a podcast was. Um, she only had a couple minutes to really to do that, but she was gracious enough to do that. And, uh, and they don't, uh, when I interview somebody, they definitely don't have to be a spokesman for the church or their faith for that matter, just for their own. And grace was definitely that. And, um, uh, what I liked about the 13 or so minutes that I was able to interview her, uh, it was obvious that faith played an important part in her life. I think that's what's so important. That's what I'm really searching for with this podcast is to try to capture no matter what that person's faith is, how important that is to them. And also uh, to see the fact that faith needs to constantly be groomed and grown and uh, taken care of however you want to voice that. I have no idea, you know, all the words that would go into that event um but how people of faith they just don't rely upon uh that original sudden uh spiritual concept that caught their attention whatever that may be uh and how important that is and even though uh grace definitely um made it point blank clear how uh in order to uh, achieve eternal happiness and faith and uh, I should say eternal happiness in heaven for her who is going to have to be through uh, her interpretation of the Bible of course on how it was brought to her and anybody else's belief in that was just on the wrong path Uh, but what I also saw though too because I think that that message sometimes uh, really sets people back that doesn't have her faith Uh, but I also like the fact that uh, that's why I tried to press her as fast as I possibly could that somebody that had no contact with her or her belief or her bible um, what happens to them you know and uh, she was immediately uh, able to answer those that question And, and I like that about you know but I think believe people with faith with something that's more than themselves and obviously this woman who I mean I was I wasn't going to ask her her age trust me she was old um you know had been doing this for you know longer than I had been alive so uh so I like that you know in that regard so anyway quick episode here you get to hear from a woman that I was uh, nice enough to sit down and her name was Grace. I think I called her Ruth at one point too. But I know, I'm, I'm new to this whole game. And that's what we got going on for this particular episode.
This is Ed uh, for another episode of So You're Going to Die, episode 7. Probably we're going to call it like 7.1. It's going to be a quick one here. I'm at the Southside Bible Chapel in Colorado Springs. And uh, I have met uh, Grace. And uh, Grace has been uh, kind enough to give me 10 minutes of her time. And we're going to quickly talk about uh, her faith. And we're also going to have to talk about mine too, according to Grace. So... How are you doing today, Grace? <laughs> well, when I was 12 years old, I realized I needed a Savior, that God's Word was true, that I was a sinner. I went to bed more nights without my supper than with it, so I knew I was a sinner. <laughs> <laughs> and Was that here in Colorado Springs? No, I grew up in Wisconsin. Okay. And... Uh, <clears throat> I, I realized that the word of the Lord was true and that Jesus Christ was God and that he had died for me. Were you in a religious family? They all knew the Lord oh, Jesus, did. yes. My mother and father did at the time. Um, the others trusted him. Mm -hmm. But... Um, <clears throat> Where was I? <laughs> uh, you say you're 12? Yeah, I was 12 years old. And I, and I realized that, that I, without the Savior, if I died, I would go to hell in the lake of fire burning with sulfur forever and ever and ever and conscious of it. And you felt that way at 12? No. No, you I just knew that, that something was something was missing or something was needed. I knew that I needed a savior okay. to save me from my sin, and that the Lord Jesus was the one, and I trusted him at that time. I've learned a lot more about him since then. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you're already doing better at twelve than I was at twelve. That's for certain. Uh, that's for certain. You're doing better at twelve than I was at forty. Um, so, were, so you were raised with the belief in Jesus for yourself. Was there a particular uh, denomination? No. No? No denomination. Always non-denominational? Non yes. I'm pretty, uh, when it comes to, to any sort of uh, thing with religions, I, I'm not the smartest person in the world. So if I ask questions that seem incredibly stupid, it's because I am. And I'm trying to learn that myself. So there was not, you've always been a non-denominational believer. Yes. And uh, and when do you when did you believe in your own life that it really took hold to where at it's 12. like this is going to be a way of life? I knew at twelve. At twelve. And you've been searching that ever since. Well, uh, I didn't always live for the Lord, but uh, in for many years I have. No. And, uh, and since I, I had an interview set up here today, and because I didn't get the guy's name, you were, off, you were in the middle of a Bible study. You guys had just finished a Bible study here. The men had one at 1 o'clock, and we had a Japanese class at 12 o'clock. Wow. And do you speak Japanese? No, I do not. No. But there's always someone in the class who interprets. And it was a Bible study also? Yes. And how long have you been doing that for? 
Well, since 1956. Wow. And uh, how important is that? Is is that for your own faith? Is that something that is being called upon for you to do, or something that anybody just can do? Well, anyone can do it if the Lord tells them to, and uh, uh, it's just simply reading the Bible and letting them read it in their own language, whatever language there is, and uh, letting them uh, find out that they're really sinners and that they're facing a holy God. Mm -hmm. And they need to know him before they die. And what do you mean by that? I know. I mean that they have a personal relationship okay. with the Lord Jesus Christ. Personal only to them. Personal to them. To them. Is that something too that you believe needs to constantly grow for the person? I didn't understand your question. Is that like to have that idea of that somebody needs to know Jesus personal for them in their life? Is yes. that something that needs to always constantly be worked on and grown? Or is it just something that it's like kind of a one-shot deal? No. No. He, uh, the Bible tells us to continue. Continue. And uh, it's a wonderful relationship and we want to, we enjoy it. And we want to grow, and we want to please Him. Does this uh, church here uh, deal with a lot of Japanese in the community? Not so many as we used to, but uh, I've had Japanese classes since 1956. Wow. I, I mean, I'm new to Colorado Springs, really, so I haven't really noticed a Japanese community here, but... Yes. But uh, but I think that's pretty amazing, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Since 1956, how long have you been in Colorado Springs? Since 1950. 1950. So you've seen this community grow a lot. Yes. Now can we talk about your faith? Let's talk about my faith now. Ruthie. The time is getting away. <laughs> Grace, you can you can tell it is getting away. We're at six six minutes, by the way. So I, I am on timer here. Uh. uh yeah, my faith is definitely um, not rooted within a church, if that makes any sense. And I'm not, I'm not really a big believer in, I believe in, uh, in Jesus. I, I just can't say that I'm a big believer in that Jesus was the Son of, of God. He is. And that's where a lot of people uh, have that firm foundation for them because of the bible because the, of the bible, bible tells us so that he is yeah and you know and i and i know that song from from a kid that the bible tells us so but uh i have a hard time though with uh and it's not just with the the christian belief in that it's a lot of, i have a hard time with the idea that these uh books that were written so long ago uh weren't first-hand knowledge at that time and th that's where it's always been just hard for me um, I have a firm belief that there's a, a powerful loving God um, I just have always had a hard time with a powerful loving God having um, any sort of uh, mile markers for me to go through does 
might be the guy right here. I don't know what church is handing out food. We are not. Well, so that's where I sit with my faith. Well, and what is, and, I, and because we only have a couple minutes, but I, because you know that about me, if I were to not go any further with that for me personally, do you believe I would make it into heaven? The only way, John 14, 6, I'll let you read it. John 14, 6. I have trouble reading. What chapter is that? 18? 14. What, what is chapter number is that? That is chapter 9. Oh. We're looking for 14. 14. Fourteen. Fourteen, and we're looking for six. Six. All right, it says, Jesus, say it unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh in, unto the Father but by me. So that's not... The only way to come to heaven is through the Lord Jesus. The only way. The only way. Yes, and the Bible tells us that. So the fact that you told me that right now, and I chose not to take this information any further than that, I'm in a lot of trouble, according to the, what we believe right now. Would you agree with that? I know that's real simple, but... You are in trouble if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus, <laughs> now, and especially the since that you what have happens, cancer and are dying. That's true. You need to prepare for eternity. Because eternity is very long. Yeah, yes. Right. And you need to have your sins forgiven because it's a holy God that we will meet after we die. What happens if somebody in my situation, though, would not be having a conversation with you and has no Bible anywhere near them and they pass away? Not that that's my situation because obviously God put me in front of you today. So, <laughs> But... but what would your belief be for that person? The, that person would be end up in hell because they, they've been they warned. Know. In the uh, they've been warned. They have creation. They know there is a God. If they had no outside, uh, because there's definitely people in the world that are going to have that have not known any sort of missionary or anything like that. And so they wouldn't even know if this was the truth. And um, God sees their hearts. Then that would be the case. And he knows their hearts. And he knows that he created them. And because he created them, they know there is a God. And that's the thing that I like about uh, somebody of faith, such as yourself. Because obviously, uh, and I just barely met you, and we're working on an 11 minutes, so we're almost done here. Obviously, this is a very important to you, and it's also very important to you that I know this in my yes. own life, yes. and that's also very important. But I also like the fact that, uh, and you know, if there was somebody not like me uh, sitting here with you right now, 
and also dying of bone cancer, but didn't have any of this information. I like how you uh, immediately said God sees their heart. And God would has been trying to win their hearts ever since they were born. But if they absolutely refuse and reject it, then he has no choice because mm -hmm. he created hell for the devil and his angels. And he did not create it for man, but man chooses it. Okay. They have a ch chance to choose life. And if they do not, there's no, nothing else God can do. Well, you've given me your 10 minutes, okay. Grace, and I'm really grateful that you have. Thanks for this. Okay. Uh, and do you mind if I post this then to my podcast? No, please do. Thank you so much. Okay, continuing episode 7.1 whatever, however the lingo is supposed to go. I do have some more uh, invitations sent out to people. Uh, if anybody that doesn't live in Colorado Springs is listening to this and wants to have a conversation with me, we can get that done through today's technology. Um, so I always, you know, put that out there for anyone else. As for myself, um, sitting here with Daisy, and she's a quiet dog. Uh, she was not happy that I left today to go and do an interview. She was quite unhappy about that. And uh, and then me physically, because um, it's been a while since I've had an episode, it's because I'm not doing well physically. Um, so trying to get more past uh, the physical problems that I'm having and kind of fight through that uh, to do some of these things that may make the rest of the quality of my life uh, more enjoyable. So uh, that's it for this one. We're, we're gonna, I'm going to post this one. Hopefully I'll be able to, uh, these uh, other invitations I sent out today, hopefully they pan out. But I'll keep at it. And like I said, anyone out there listening to this has a friend that wants uh, you know, I don't you know, wants to have a conversation with me, feel free. Or if they do themselves, um, you can contact me uh, through probably whatever service you're listening to this to or social media and all the other good stuff. Uh, I think you can go onto Anchor's website, I'm not certain how, and leave me messages. But I think that's possible. You know, I could be completely wrong on that, by the way. But let's find out. Thanks for listening. Till episode eight-ish happens. Talk to you later.